This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to Make It Cute, New and Improved, Reloaded. So if you listened to last week's episode called Make It Cute, Reloaded, you'll know that there are some changes happening to the podcast. I am super excited for these changes, and I hope that everyone else is equally as excited. So one series that I mentioned that would be starting is the Am I the Asshole series. And basically what this episode is, is this episode is the first episode of that series Um, So I'm going to explain a little bit about what this series is going to look like, and then we're going to see if some people are some assholes. And I'm really excited for this because I love Reddit, I love reading these, and I love storytelling and seeing things through other people's perspectives. So I've been looking forward to this for such a long time. And then we're going to pick one special asshole or not asshole to make a drink for. And maybe the rest of them I'll give like a recommendation for if I'm not making something personalized and custom. Um, Don't hold me to it. We are really feeling this episode out. Like I said, um, I really wanted to make a bit of a change from the way that my old episodes were playing and the way that you listen to them and the way that you receive the content. And this is the first test run. So I hope that, you know, we can all go on this journey together. So basically on this episode of Make It Cute and this series, the Am I the Asshole series, I'm going to go on Reddit and I'll just have Reddit up in the background and I will read the story. And then if I have some input to add, I will add it, and if I don't, then we will just deem whether they are the asshole or whether the other person in this situation is the asshole and how I would handle it. And if I've ever been in a situation similar to this, some of these things on Reddit are wild. So I don't think I really can resonate with too many of them, but I'm going to go with an open mind. I'm going to go in just ready to learn and to see what I might be able to apply to my life. And who knows, maybe I'll read about a situation that I was in at one point and, you know, maybe there was a better way for me to handle it. Um, I definitely acknowledge that we don't always handle things the best way the first time we do things. So without further ado, let's get into it. So our first story is, am I the asshole? for punishing my daughter this way, for what she told her blind dad. My husband, Rod, 52 male, is legally blind. He is not completely blind, but close. It's not a genetic issue, but a brain injury that happened when he was a baby. Rod is completely independent, but needs a little bit of help for reading small letters, cooking, typing on a computer, etc. 
Rod, in my opinion, is a great father and husband. My daughter, Raina, 15 female, has always been a little resentful of Rod. Growing up, she didn't have the normal father-daughter experience. Raina has always been in a sports, but because of Rod's incapacity to engage in physical activity that involves coordination, they were never able to bond over that. And Raina never forgave Rod for it. My husband feels especially guilty about this. Raina is going through her angsty teenager phase. She's been acting out, is rude with everyone, especially my husband. Raina likes upsetting Rod, and he he never defends himself, so he's the perfect victim. We were going out on our first family outing since the global panini started. To go out, Rod uses his big, chunky glasses that make his eyes look huge, almost like a caricature. My husband is super insecure of his appearance when he uses them, and our family knows it. My daughter comes downstairs and with the most offended tone says, Oh my God, Dad, are you trying to embarrass me? Your eyes look horrendous with those glasses on. I was pissed. I canceled the outing and told her to go to her room and not to come out until dinner time. Raina is big into her appearance. She wears colored, graduated contacts because, ironically, she needs to wear glasses, but she hates to wear them. She isn't comfortable wearing them or gets any headaches. She just doesn't like how she looks with glasses on. As a punishment, Raina will not be allowed to wear her contacts for a month. I told Raina about her punishment, and she is tremendously mad at me. She has a party in a week, and since the punishment is for a month, Raina will have to attend the party with glasses on. She's also returning back in person to classes, so she will attend school wearing glasses. She says that she will apologize to Rod and never disrespect him again, but I don't believe her. Rod chimed in and said maybe that the punishment was way too harsh, but I don't think so. Raina then called me names and locked herself in her bedroom. Rod says that I am being way too hard on Raina and bordering asshole territory which is why I'm here. Am I the asshole? Okay, wow. There is a lot to unpack here. Um, I can't say that I've ever been like flagged with kind of an intentionally rude situation, but I would say if I was in that situation, it would be, it, it's hard waters to navigate, but I don't think that the way that the I'm assuming this is a mom, but I'm not assuming that the way that I'll call them OP or otherwise known as original poster. I don't think OP is necessarily in the wrong in this case. I think that whenever you are kind of coming for someone else's appearance and that you're degrading them in that way, that sometimes getting a taste of your own medicine is the only way for people to like understand exactly what you're putting someone else to. I also think that, you know, it's a vanity thing. The fact that the daughter doesn't want to wear the glasses and it's a necessity thing that the father or the um, husband has to wear those glasses in order to be able to see. Without them, he can't see. And without, you know, the contacts, Raina can't see, but she has an alternative. She just prefers one over the other. 
I think they're not the asshole. What do you think? How would you react in that situation? If I was that person, I would want to drink. And for that person, again, I'm assuming that they are a mom and that they are not having a fun time. So I would say, mommy dearest, go to Michael's, get yourself one of those big ass glasses of wine that can hold an entire wine bottle and dump a bottle of Chardonnay in it. And I also deem you not an asshole. Moving on to our next story. I'm really enjoying this. This is a lot of fun. Um, This next story looks juicy. And again, I don't know if I'll be able to relate to this. And also, I'm going with very new posts. Very new for the time of this being recorded. So these posts are all less than 24 hours old. There isn't a lot of comments on it. There are like quite a few, but I'm kind of trying to like, you know, stay impartial, stay independent, and maintain that sense of distance for this. So next post, am I the asshole for billing my boyfriend and not caring if the provider sue him if he doesn't pay? Wow. That is a title. Let's get into this. I, 26 female, have been in a relationship with my boyfriend, 28 male, for a year. He is an artist. That is to say, he feels like Picasso while venting his frustrations from a full-time job at a bank, accountant, in a canvas while I am a biomedical engineer. As such, I have a toolbox in the house that I bought for household repairs and then like while another bigger toolbox sits in my room. We don't live together. Filled for, with my very expensive and specialized tools I use for work. Specifically, I work at a hospital installing, maintaining, and repairing the big machinery used in diagnostics. I must remark that these tools cannot just be bought at a hardware store, and a lot of them are machine-specific or brand-specific that I must use them to maintain the insurance and guarantee of these machines. It has never bothered me that he uses common house things to add to his canvas, as he has never taken anything that wasn't already on its way to the bin or donation. But one day... I got back from work. He's in the house in the backyard, flinging paint at a canvas with some weird shapes stuck to it. At first, I didn't know what he had pasted there until I saw my toolbox dumped by his feet and a lot of the tools just strewn all around. The tipping point came when I saw my oscilloscope broken apart and glued to the monstrosity in the yard. That thing alone cost me $750, let alone the rest of my ruined tools. I saw red. I don't even remember what I said to him, only that he ran away and was actually crying. Full on bawling. I had no time nor the patience to deal with that. So I took my inventory of what he had ruined and talked to my boss to see what I could do. Non-electric or simple tools like special screwdrivers, how he ruined a screwdriver, I have no idea. Clamps, measuring tools, the hospital will replace at no cost, but the other ones like the oscilloscope and a few other electric tools I had to replace myself. I looked for the exact tools I had before, and it came up to $1,876 to replace everything. Checked with my family member who was a lawyer, bought all the replacements, and sent the bill to my boyfriend. Well, 
his mom called me screaming saying how could i do this to her baby and how he doesn't have the money to pay for it i know for a fact he does i told her that if he does not pay with a provider we'll sue him and so will i and then just hung up not 10 minutes later he called he was crying and screaming so i just left the phone next to me and continued to work when i didn't hear the records from the phone i picked it up again being noisy in the actions he realized that i didn't listen to a single word he said and asked if he was done during a tantrum he hung up i felt justified in the moment but i was telling this to a coworker, and he said i was too harsh but what i did i had to do to continue my work if he wanted to paint tools there was another toolbox with cheaper stuff in the kitchen he knows my toolbox is where more expensive so why i don't understand so reddit am i the asshole oh okay there oh my goodness ah so girly i love that you are you know a biomedical engineer that is amazing the amazing things that you are doing for people and i'm sure the lives that you impact is just awesome the work that you're doing is amazing would i say that you're the asshole honestly i feel like with these posts i'm naturally leaning towards a reason to say oh no this person's not an asshole and in this case i'm also going to say that she's not an asshole whenever someone i don't care what their relationship to you is if they go and touch your belongings and they ruin it they should pay for it it would be the same thing as if it was a friend i would say maybe i wouldn't sick my lawyer on my friends um depending upon the circumstances and depending upon the friend i definitely could see it happening but nonetheless i don't think it's too extreme i think it holds him accountable because evidently he one disrespected you by choosing to grab your tools out of your box they weren't even like in the garbage they were just sitting unbothered and he decided to go into your property and destroy it he should be held accountable and he should pay for it so i don't think that you're the asshole i don't think anything you did was too harsh or too extreme it may be measures that i wouldn't personally go to but from accountability standpoint i think it's so necessary to hold people accountable for their actions and to hold them responsible and if you feel that your boyfriend would not be able to do that without that legal incentive of knowing that he will get sued then so be it you you know it and if this is a dampening in your relationship and you feel like the relationship might end because of this one he didn't respect you in the first place and you recognize that and two he doesn't deserve you evidently you are trying to do so many things for him in this relationship and he basically just i i don't i i i'm at a loss for words for this but yes you are not the asshole and you also sound like you could use a drink so the drink i would recommend to you is a really really strong moscow mule so for those of you who don't know uh, moscow mule is just vodka lime juice and ginger beer um so i would just recommend you know a double moscow mule 
that always makes me feel better. Or drinking until the alcohol doesn't taste like alcohol anymore. Maybe a tequila shot. Maybe $1,876 worth of tequila shots. Because that sounds like how much you're going to get after. Um, But moving on to our next potential asshole. I kind of want to call them potential assholes. You know, I think it's one of those things that I am, (laughs) you know, I'm trying to find like fun, easy, identifiable ways to make the series work. Um, This next one, I definitely think (laughs) this one from the title alone is going to be very taxing to evaluate, but I'm very excited. Am I the asshole for asking a disabled man for the disabled seating on the bus, even though I'm not physically disabled? I'll try to keep this short. I'm 22 years old and have extensive trauma that does not allow me to have my back turned to anyone in a public area. If so, I start shaking, crying, and having full-blown panic attacks. I would also like to add that I have a service dog. Well, on the particular bus I take, the disabled seating is perfect because it's in the back facing towards everyone. On this day, the bus was pretty crowded, so all the seats were taken. I could feel myself getting pretty anxious already, so I decided to approach a man in the disabled seat that didn't look visibly disabled. I asked him if I could have his seat as I could feel my anxiety getting worse. He said I didn't look disabled and explained that he has a really bad knee and another medical condition that I can't exactly name, but it didn't allow him to stand for long periods of time. He pulled out a cane that I hadn't seen previously before. I pointed to my service dog, telling him, although I didn't have a physical disability, I was very much considered disabled. I told him that the ride was only about five minutes long and that I would appreciate if I could sit in the meantime, just so I wouldn't have a panic attack and disturb the other passengers. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at sax.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. He shook his head, saying he needed the seat more, regardless, and that I was being a big baby. The woman next to me chimed in to say, since I could stand, I would be fine, and asking him was rude of me. I hadn't meant to be rude, but ultimately, I did end up having an attack because of the stress of the situation. To say the least, it was embarrassing as people were staring. Before I got off, I explained to the man that The disabled seating was for people with all kinds of disabilities, and I wished he had been kind enough to let me have the seat for a few minutes. As I think about it, I'm not entirely sure I was right in this situation. Am I the asshole? 
edit. I thought I added this, but I guess not. But we did apologize to each other after I talked to him before I got off. Neither of us meant to be rude. It's just hard navigating life with a disability. We both understand that. Okay, so this one, it is, wow, it is very, it's a very gray area, right? Because, yes, I 100% understand that not all disabilities are physical and visible. But simultaneously, I understand that in certain circumstances, a physical disability may need to take precedence. But it's like, who am I to say oh, this one person's disability is, you know, it should be on a higher ranking or a higher playing field than another person's physical disability, if that makes sense. Um, I'm actually going to say that I do think that this person might be the asshole in this situation. I don't have all the facts and circumstances. I don't know the the circumstances surrounding this but a solution that i could think that maybe we could have done is waited to get on a less crowded bus i feel like i don't know what city this is i don't know how frequently the buses come and that's why i said i can't attest but if it's a city like new york city where trains and buses come with a somewhat frequent cadence and schedule if you're heading somewhere where the people at your destination know about your disability, you should be able to have the right to call them or text them or email them and say, hey, due to my disability, I was not able to catch the bus I usually catch. I had to take a later bus because the circumstances and conditions of my bus did not meet what I needed. Arguably, the same thing could be said for the man, but if he's already sitting, that means he was probably there. I don't think you're, I don't think this person is the asshole for asking, and I don't want it to come across like that. I think a lot of times if you don't ask something, you never know the answer to it, and you don't want to assume the answer to it, and just hope, like, you know, you can throw shit at a wall and it'll stick. But again, at the same time, I think if you have somewhat of control of your circumstances and if it's a seat that faces everyone, it's probably a seat that you can see pretty early on. If you see that seat is not available and you know that in X amount of time, you're going to have a visceral reaction to that, you may just want to avoid putting yourself in that scenario to begin with. So in this case, I will deem this person the asshole, but I still think that they need and deserve a drink. And since this person has anxiety and, you know, panic attacks, I wanted to think of a drink or a cocktail that would be a lot more calming and soothing. So we're going to do like a lavender martini. Um, it's going to be so delicious. We're going to do a lavender simple syrup. So if you've been listening for a while, simple syrups are basically equal parts of water and equal parts of sugar that are you know melded together on the stovetop until all the sugar is dissolved and then you let it cool but this time we're going to infuse it with lavender petals you can get this at like a botanical shop or sometimes they'll have it dried at the grocery store or sometimes you might need to go to a florist but once you have lavender it has so many calming and 
cooling properties that just allow you to really relax and jive and and vibe i think vibe was the word i was looking for but jive you know i like that word too um so what we're gonna do is get our lavender simple syrup we're gonna add a half ounce of that into a shaker tin with some ice and then again with the floral knits we're gonna add half ounce of saint germain which is elderflower liqueur i think the floral knits work really well with each other and then what we're going to do is we're going to add in two ounces of vodka. Yes, we want this strong. We want this delish. And the liqueurs are going to really help kind of mellow things down a little bit. We're going to shake this in a cocktail shaker. And then we're going to strain into a martini glass. And then we're going to garnish with some dried lavender. And I think that'll be a little bit more helpful for, you know, in those instances when you get home and you're still feeling a little riled up and you feel like, okay, well, I need a drink and I need something to calm me down. It's a two for one, babe. It does both. It calms you down and it's delicious because who doesn't love floral and alcohol? So that is the cocktail for this episode. I do want to read one more Am I the Asshole stories because I am addicted to these. These are probably going to become my favorite episodes that I do. And I think it'd be really fun to have a guest on as well. So if you have anyone that you think that I should be talking about, whether or not these people are assholes or not, send me a DM on Instagram. You can send it to my personal at Mileski, M-I-L-E-S-K-E-E, or to our show page at Make It Cute Pod. Um, and also we started a TikTok. We haven't posted anything yet, but follow us. This will probably be a clip from this show will probably be one of our first posts, but give us a follow on TikTok at Make It Cute Pod. But let's read one more Am I the Asshole to close out this episode. Okay, so there was one that looked really good, but apparently it was removed. Um... All right, this one is short and sweet and also looks very saucy. Am I the asshole for taking $50,000 of inheritance, 19 male? I have been caregiving for my grandpa with cancer for about six months, unpaid. My life has completely turned around. I should be working a job and making memories with friends. My grandpa realized this and gifted me about $60,000. I was shocked, but also felt bad for this sudden money. My mother is the one who gets all of his stuff when he dies. House, bank account. She was very unhappy that I was gifted this. We've never gotten along, and she's always treated me kind of poorly. She decided to call all my family and tell them about this transaction. Shitting on me. Then trying to manipulate me into giving half to my sister, 24 female, who's never worked a day in her life. They are very buddy-buddy. I agreed and said as long as she does half the work. Ever since, she hasn't helped me with anything, really. Going on vacations while I'm stuck here, I told them that I will no longer give her the rest of the money. I already gave her $4,500. Basically, a long story short, there's many more factors that play into it, but am I the asshole? And for this person, wow, um, listen, if anyone wants to gift me $60,000 for hanging out with them for six months, I will gladly, I will gladly just, you know, 
do what I got to do. I still have a full-time job, so it's going to be like a part-time hangout sesh, but you know, I am, I'm very, very much open to that transaction. Um, but I don't think that this person is in the wrong. I don't think this person is the asshole. I think that it was transactional and it was also love filled. I think that people have the choice to do whatever they want with their money. Some people go and they get, you know, cosmetic procedures. Some people go shopping. Some people decide that they want to, I don't, I don't know. There's so many things that you could do. Um, but I don't think that this is the issue. I think the issue is that other people wanted a slice of the pie for not doing the work. And that is my issue. And they are the assholes. But the person who accepted the money that they received for the work that they performed, they are not the asshole. And I think that they could use a drink. And what I would say is you're 19. So unless you live in Canada, uh, you're going to have to do a mocktail. But a good mocktail is like any type of like good citrus, like Italian soda. And doing that with a little bit of um, another like citrus, like maybe like an orange juice or a pineapple juice and just kind of doing a little bit of a mix there. Um, you can find non-alcoholic blue carousel and make it like fun and colorful or add a little splash of grenadine. If you are in Canada, go to a bar and, you know, have a beer. Um, if you're in Canada, specifically Toronto, have a steam whistle. That is my favorite Pilsner in Toronto. It's locally made, not sponsored, but you know, I thought I'd share. And that is the conclusion of our first Am I the Asshole episode. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that even if nothing resonated with you, that you had a fun time listening. I really had a fun time hearing these stories and giving my opinions and deeming whether they are the asshole or if they're not the asshole. I really enjoyed the stories that we were able to share. And again, if you have an am I the asshole story that you want to submit, I am more than happy to anonymously read it. And simultaneously, I would love to have a guest talk about this with me. So if you can think of anyone, tag them, send this to them, tell them that my DMs are open and I will catch you next week on next week's episode, which is going to be the first installment of the Miles's version series, which again, if you haven't listened to Make It Cute Reloaded, listen to that. That's talking about all the major changes to the show. I will see you next week. Bye.